New Year's Death is an actual play podcast of Vampire the Masquerade by True Dice. It contains adult content, including but not limited to graphic violence, drug use, and body horror. We have clear role-playing boundaries and safety tools in place at our table. Listener discretion is advised. (coughs) 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 All right. In the last episode of New Year's Death, the Wicker Park Coterie separated in the wake of the previous night's mortal danger. Amelie encountered a mysterious and alluring kindred named Portia and found herself at the Succubus Club. Portia then offered to introduce Amelie to the prince, and Amelie accepted. Quinn spoke with Bijou aboard their yacht and asked to be introduced to the prince. Meanwhile... LJ was awoken in the middle of the day to the sight of Amelie's ghoul walking out into the sunlight. He attempted to stop her, but she escaped, and Joey slipped into torpor. Hospitality is the fifth tradition of the Camarilla's sacrosanct laws. It commands kindred to present themselves to the prince upon entering a new city and states that without the word of acceptance thou art nothing kindred would be hard pressed to find a domain in which the word of the prince holds more weight than in chicago one of the greatest jewels in the crown of the modern camarilla prince kevin jackson negotiated the historic admittance of clan lasombra into the ivory tower with the steep price of one dead Sabbat elder for every Lissambra admitted into the domain. Earning the ire of the prince can make a young kindred's life very difficult. With that in mind, let's sink our fangs into episode 11, The King and the Devil. Haunting trance music plays from a DJ booth set up on a steel-graded platform dangling from taut industrial chains above the dance floor of the Succubus Club. Just below the upper floor where the VIPs congregate. The DJ's sound reminds you of the music playing at the rave on New Year's Eve. And as you get a better vantage point on the DJ, you think it might even be the same person. A sound system aimed directly at the crowded dance floor energizes the mortals intertwined below. And it gives the well-dressed crowd with deathly pale skin above in the VIP area an easier time conversing. As Amelie is led upstairs by Portia, she sees a gathering of elites that reminds her of her mortal days. The only difference is that these vampires have her at a disadvantage in their knowledge of the social scene. Like any elites, the assembled kindred are further split into factions and cliques, and socially sinking or swimming depends on being able to make the right friends. As you reach the VIP area, Portia gracefully nods her head in the direction of a table at the edge of this pavilion 
overlooking the dance floor, where a handsome young black man about your age with a shaved head is seated, dressed in an elegant, dark, fur-lined suit. He's in the midst of conversation with someone who couldn't look more different from him, a middle-aged white man with thick, round glasses and a thinning blonde comb-over. That's the prince, Portia says. Violence and disciplines aren't permitted in Elysium, but that doesn't mean there's no danger here. I recommend you find someone with a title in the court to present you to the prince. And you don't hold any title here? I'm simply the owner of the club where the prince has seen fit to declare the location Elysium. I will go mingle. Good luck, darling. And she leaves you alone amidst a sea of sharks. As you look across at this crowd, make a wits plus awareness roll. All right, I have one unk and one skull. I'll say you look and see that there are several different whirlpools of socialization, groups where that the individual kindred gravitate to, and you see at the, the heart, the eye of the storm of one of these whirlpools of socialites, a clique of kindred uh, surrounding a couple. I would like to pull aside someone within the crowd and just go... Excuse me, it's my first time here. Might you tell me who these two are? You turn around, it is a uh, younger woman, uh, similar to yourself, and she says, oh, looking at the, the two, uh, that's Alexa and Aluk. Are they together? She gives you a look and says, gives you a little, a small shrug and says, well, you know, they've got a situationship. Are they known for something? I'm going to need you to make uh, a charisma plus, let's say, persuasion check. Just to see like the vibe you give off and how blank invested. Completely blank? Yep. S- nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> oh, you really are new here. <laughs> I'll make it worth your while if you can give me a little bit of information on what's what around here. Well, now you have my attention. Have you ever been on a ride throughout Chicago? I I have indeed. Uh, that's how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking if you would really like to feel how it feels to be free as a vampire. I can give you that. Well, color me intrigued. Alright, so you're a speedster. Don't go under 80 once. That's it? You doubt me. First, give me a little info. I don't want to miss the party. First off, you're going to want to watch her. She points at the green-haired woman she identified previously as Alexa. She is one of the prince's hounds. As she's talking to me, do I see the crowd around them diminish at all? You see it ebbs and it flows sort of like a steady sort of trickle in and out of people who want to meet with them. Alright, well, it was very nice to talk to you. What was your name again? Thea. Thea Noel Crane. Thea, my name is Amelie, and I will definitely hold my side of that deal, of course, after this party. 
Good to meet you, Amelie. I look forward to it. Now I want to kind of slide in um, to the to the right side of Alexa. This is going to be dexterity plus etiquette. All right. You can always rouse the blood if the dice roll <laughs> is not as good as you'd like it to be. Why are you guys laughing, you asshole? Oh, my God. Yeah, I roused the blood. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I got it on. You call upon the blood of Cain. Ooh. Oh my god. So I got three oh. normal onks, and then I got two onks with the stars and the fangs. One star donk, one fang donk. One fang donk. Right, and then three that, normal onks. That is onks. A, a messy critical. Fuck. But, uh, <laughs> etiquette critical. That is a good amount of success. So I will say, though you pass your rouse check, you do grow hungrier as you slide in. Just the... <laughs> Vast amount of mortals and even especially other kindred, uh, it is so tempting for your beast. But you do manage to slide uh, next to Alexa just at an opportune time as she is turning and sees you. Hello, excuse me. Uh, it's nice to meet you. My name is Amelie. Holds out a hand, very cold, very pale. She shakes yours. Alexa. I'm going to kind of, as I have her hand, pull her in ever so slightly and whisper into her ear. I have some very important information regarding those who may want to harm the prince. If that would interest you. He frowns, puts a hand on Aluk's shoulder and says, step aside. And she sort of parts the crowd with her presence. Uh, Not supernatural presence, her just innate intimidating presence uh, as she she walks over with you to the, the side crosses her arms I'm listening while walking the streets of Wicker Park I was ambushed they shouted profanities against the Camarilla not only that I've noticed signs of a rival territory disrespecting the grounds with their branding while you dance, your enemies grow bolder. I have more information, but if you want to know, I demand an audience with the prince himself. Right, this is going to be a role of manipulation plus persuasion. As always, you may rouse the Yeah, I'll rouse it. Ooh, blank. That's <laughs> at 300. Yeah. Well, I was at one. No, but then the other one took your hundred. And then now this one. Three. I'm currently at three, yes. That's okay. Oh no, no, you're gonna need to rouse the blood more. This is gonna get difficult. No. Omelie, darling, this is a powerful kindred. Imagine how powerful you could be if you drank her blood, the beast whispers in your mind. That is very true. What am I rolling? Uh, manipulation <laughs> plus persuasion. I don't even have enough die for my hunger. Oh, I have oh, <laughs> one ankh and one skull. One ankh and one skull. Well, this is not enough successes normally. However, because you do I have... I am the danger. <laughs> because you, you do have a success, I will allow you to succeed. I'll take it. At a cost. <laughs> uh, you will have an audience with the prince... In turn, 
uh, the prince will want you to play a large part in solving the problem you bring to him. That's fine. <laughs> I already planned to do that. It's okay. Absolutely. She regards you. Hard to read uh, her expression. Uh, you notice just from like being around her, this seems to be a kindred who has already started to go down that downward spiral of losing their humanity. And just their mannerisms seem a, a bit off to you. Let's talk to the prince. And About they lead this you. time is Quinn walking through the door. They, they go <laughs> to lead you over to the table uh, where the prince is in conversation. And indeed, it's about this time. Quinn <laughs> makes their way uh, into Elysium. Oh, thank fucking God. Oh, my God. Uh, on the arm of Bijou. Mm. How does Quinn dress in this moment? Uh, Quinn went on a shopping spree with Bijou. And so they're wearing a royal blue blazer uh, with royal blue suit pants. An orange sweater vest, because Quinn can't not have multiple colors, um, and a white button-up. They're feeling luxurious and fierce. Incredible. Uh, Bijou is dressed in a Dalmatian print jacket <laughs> um, with a over a, uh, a black evening dress. Mm. We match. Absolutely. <laughs> I would say. I hate dogs. Yeah. Don't I say that about my sire. Yeah. I will say though, she is wearing uh, uh, blue eye makeup too, <gasps> to compliment you. Oh my you. gosh, but... we're so cute. Mm-hmm. As the two of you enter, immediately a third social group forms mm. around Bijou. These are all kindred eager to greet her and share the latest hot goss. <laughs> uh, you begin to hear as they quickly, uh, greetings are exchanged, uh, names are thrown around, uh, introductions are made. Uh, you hear a rumor that uh, Genghis is going to make a play for Anarch Baron. You hear another rumor that the Second Inquisition had some sort of operation in Pilsen. <laughs> oh. Uh, and you hear that Jason Newberry has asked Annabelle to organize a party for him. To which Bijou scoffs and says, Oh, he is so desperate to keep his claws into his position as Malkavian Primogen. I look forward to watching him crash and burn in front of the domain. It's almost sad how the evil little man doesn't know when to give up. Uh, to which a chorus of sharp laughter rises in the wake of that those comments. Uh, and you get definitely get that sense that in the social scene of the Camarilla, Bijou is a great white shark. Mm. I love uh, that. And you also see Amelie heading over to this, the edge of the VIP area in the company of an unfamiliar kindred. Bijou. Who's that with the green hair? The Magnus Canis, Alexis Santos. She's with one of my coterie members. Mm, well, I do hope uh, that for their sake, this is not a uh, punitive 
measure. Lowers her voice and whispers to you, Stay away from sun. Wait, what? Then smiles and says, Well, why don't I introduce you to some folks over here? Oh, there's Annabelle. Uh, she is the closest thing to the Keeper of Elysium. No one knows how to throw a party quite like her. <laughs> you see that Annabelle is in the midst of conversation, seeming to be on, on the tail end of a conversation uh, with a man, a uh, very young man. Uh, he seems to be saying, well, I look forward to working with you, Annabelle. I think... This is going to be a night to remember. And the woman replies, <laughs> Oh, son, you know, just leave it all to me. This is my area of expertise, after all. Bijou! So good to see you. Oh, Annabelle, darling, you must simply meet uh, my child, Quinn. It would be a great joy for you to meet them. Uh, Quinn, this is Annabelle. The Toreador Primogen. It is so nice to meet you, Annabelle. I've heard many good things. Win charm. Well, <laughs> I'm sure that if you were selected by Bijou, we can expect great things from you. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> and someone who also hasn't entirely uh, lurked away, Sun, says, Quinn, so good to meet you. Sticks out his hand. I take his hand. Take his hand. It's very cold. He smiles very warmly at you. Mm, nice to meet you, too. Uh, he says, very vigorous handshake. Um, you notice that as he smiles, the, the light does not reach his eyes. They are cold and dead, like that of a fish. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. But he has a very big, warm smile and like friendly demeanor as he says, Well, I'm so glad I got to meet you. Puts out a finger. We must uh, make an appointment for group therapy. All of our clan attend it. I look forward to it. Mm, definitely be seeing you around. Excuse himself and uh, Bijou sneers at his back as he disappears. I'm just going to keep my customer service smile on my face while I'm around anywhere in here. I'm going to need a charisma plus etiquette roll. Okay, I'll rouse the blood. Oh, <laughs> it's a fail. Fail. Uh, you get a bit hungrier. Oh, oh. Um, I'm gonna spend some willpower. Absolutely. Reroll. You may reroll up to three. Uh, I have two onks and one onk with stars. Uh, you you feel that you conduct yourself uh, without embarrassing yourself in Elysium, and you should be glancing little ways like throughout this at this conversation. Uh, that is currently occurring between Amelie and someone who matches the description of Prince Kevin Jackson that Bijou gave you. As we go over uh, to <laughs> Fuck. Alexa Santos uh, stepping up to the, the two men in conversation. Uh, and she says, Prince Jackson, this is someone who says that they have critical information about the an imminent danger to the Camarilla. They wanted to speak with you. Kevin Jackson looks away. Meets your, meets your eyes. Well, I suspect that this is a 
matter of great import then. Let's have it. Do I see it? Do I see Quinn? No, you are completely right now. <laughs> focused. Dead focused on this individual. It's not every day I get to meet royalty, and I'm just going to give a little bit of a curtsy. And... <laughs> Stop laughing at me, guys! Sorry, we're proud of you. I'm laughing with you. Good okay. job. All right. All right. <clears throat> Allow me to introduce myself. I am Amelie Von Steen the Wicker Park Coterie. Outside of the Gem Theater, gunfire rained down upon me in speculation. I was a part of the Camarilla. I have not been officially appointed, but they're not far off, as I am a Ventrue. Although, how they got such information, I'm unaware. This attack was done hastily. The Anarchs, or whoever did this, were clumsy, so my coterie and I investigated the area further, knowing they'd leave something behind. We found the mark of a crown sprayed near the fountain. Are you aware of it? I am familiar. Hmm. Well, it is of interest to me. Josiah, who is he? Or she? Currently, I'm working for Isabella. That's not what I asked. My sire. He is another Ventrue. I'm not sure if you know him, but his name is Roman. He exchanges a glance with the man sitting opposite him. I'm familiar with a man <laughs> named Roman of Clan Bruja, but not Clan Ventrue. Prince Jackson looks back at you. Which is Roman? Clan Bruja or Clan Ventru? To my knowledge, Ventru, but perhaps he's thinking of a different Roman. Looks back to the other individual, shakes his head. Looks back to you. I see. Thank you for your candor. That's not all, Prince Jackson. I will personally make sure that this threat is eliminated. He nods and says, That is the kind of initiative that I would expect from a member of the Clan of Kings. Amelie Von Steen, I appreciate you bringing this to my attention, and I expect to hear back from you soon with favorable results. Until then, I hereby recognize you as a neonate of the Camarilla. I'll do a little curtsy again and excuse myself. Absolutely. As you excuse yourself and turn around, uh, you see uh, Quinn in the middle of a large social gathering of kindred. Uh, who meets your gaze. Oh, hi, Quinn. I motion Amelie over um, to come into the group. Yeah, have you have you met the prince? Not yet. I see that you have. He's very nice. I 
Excellent. Man, uh, you must introduce me to your friend here, Bijou said. This is Amelie. She's a member of my coterie. Amelie, this is my sire, Bijou. It is very nice to meet you, Bijou. You look wonderful tonight. Thank you. <laughs> there is a, a young man, a young very, man. very young man, a young black man uh, with like a high top fade dressed in a uh, band t-shirt uh, that says Baby Chorus on it. Uh, he's wearing some jeans uh, and he's uh, walking with quite a purpose uh, directly for the... Oh, I want to see what goes down here. He's immediately going to have my attention because mm-hmm. he's dressed much differently mm-hmm. than anyone else. That's the sheriff, Damien. What does it mean that he's here? Bijou does not change her position in the room, uh, but they seem to sort of just be a little, little bit distracted uh, as, as if they're listening to something from afar. Oh. Oh. Is Bijou having what you have? They can be in conversation, though. They, they maintain the facade, uh, but they... Quinn knows they're using heightened senses. Oh, oh, can I use my heightened senses? You absolutely can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo, do I have to do anything for that, or I can just... You you normally do not at all. Uh, just because of the loud noise in the room, though, uh, the speakers are pointed directly at the dance floor, so it's not uh, immediately overwhelmed. A roll of resolve plus awareness. Um, two onks. I will say, based on the fact that the speakers are directly at the ground, it is enough. Uh, to hear uh, Damien approaches Prince and says it seems that finally the second inquisition has come down hard on the Sabbat there several havens have been hit and the sect is either eradicated or what remains of them have fled uh, from that domain Jackson nods and says it was a matter of time that medieval death cult's days were numbered in the age of the second inquisition that there is a lesson to be learned I want you to step up enforcing the matter there are no more second chances if you hear about a breach stake and bake the violator yes my prince and I was also thinking uh, I'd like to uh, record a new album for Baby Chorus. I think you can get your contacts to, uh, to work on greasing the wheels for that. Of course, of course, Damien. I've not forgotten our arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> Have I heard of this band? Baby Chorus? Uh, make a... Ooh, let's do an intelligence <laughs> plus... Whatever skill you think would be relevant, honestly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, let's say, let's say, uh, yeah, intelligence awareness. Why not? Uh, okay. Two onks! Two onks! <laughs> uh, oh, baby cores, of course. Did you look here and you see a little, little a nod of sort of um, recognition of like approval at, at uh, the discernment you've been listening in? Uh, oh, yeah. And then uh, you as well, it was so nice meeting you, Amelie. I think I'm going to go mingle. And of course. Before I do, Quinn, 
Would you like to meet the prince now or later? Um, now would be great. Annabelle, a pleasure as always. And they escort you to the table uh, with the prince and the other individual with a very high-pitched voice. Damn, I didn't. I wasn't able to tell you shit. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh. Um. Yeah. Okay. Prince Jackson, I uh, looks over. Jew, what do I owe the pleasure this evening? Uh, he sort of gives a polite smile. I would like to present my child, Quinn, uh, to you, Your Grace. I'm going to bow my head a little bit, and then look up and say, uh, Prince Jackson, it's so wonderful to meet you. Yeah, he, uh, he nods at you. Pleasure's mine. I expect that you have been given the appropriate education on the traditions of the Camarilla. Yes. I expect nonetheless from one <laughs> under your sire's tutelage. I believe that you'll be a fine contribution to the domain. I hope so. Quinn, I recognize you as a neonate of the Camarilla. Thank you. You have hospitality in the domain of Chicago. I'm gonna smile and bow my head again. As you say, thank you for your time, Vince Jackson. Uh, and leads back into the crowd and sort of says, uh, well, I'm going to continue mingling. Uh, feel free to go ahead and speak to whoever you'd like. Thank you, <laughs> Bijou. And they depart. I'm going to find Amelie again. Immediately running up to Quentin. Bijou, I think over to Aluk. Oh, okay. Uh, who has, by this point, been rejoined by uh, Alexa. <clears throat> okay, so... Don't freak out. Careful. But I told him everything. Everything? Um, he asked who my sire was. Apparently, my sire is not even somebody that I know who he is. I think, maybe, we should find somewhere quieter. Okay. I also need to get a bike by the end of this party. What? I tried to pull some strings in order to get some information, but maybe if we go outside, I can look and we can talk. Okay. As the two of you make your way um, towards the, the exit of Elysium, um, a masculine voice uh, calls out to you. Excuse me. Uh. Okay. Yes, yeah. and you see behind the two of you uh, is a an individual who appears to be in his uh, mid thirties. Uh, he has long hair that's kind of thinning, uh, moderately attractive features, uh, and he says, uh, "Pardon me, I did I hear correctly? Looking to, to Amelie." Through the grapevine, I, I, I think I caught wind that you're of Clan Ventra. Yes, that is true. Who who are you? Oh, smiles, uh, Edward Neely, Clan Ventra. Oh, 
Well, it's nice to meet my own kind, and I'll shake his hand as well. Is it also cold to the touch? It's cold to the touch. You know, Man. from Elysium, no one feels the need to put on the pretense of being alive. Mm. All right, that's fair. Uh, but you also notice that, similar to Alexa, Edward Neely gives you the impression of someone a bit more inhuman. Interesting. We were just about to head outside for a moment. Oh, well, do forgive me. I will impose upon you to join you. Yes, of course. And I'll usher both of you out with me. Pardon me, but you seem a bit different from the rest. You're not just a pretty face, I assume. Uh, there's sort of like a, a wince as you say that he seems a bit different from the rest. Uh, and he says, ah, yes. Well, I had some time apart from the sect, but uh, I have since uh, returned to the fold and am making strides to making uh, amends in that regard. You left the Camarilla, or you were kicked out? I was forced to flee. I, I did something that my sire, former prince, Loden, would not forgive. The former prince sired you? Yes. That yes. must have been an honor. It was. It was. I, I held a lofty position in this city for a time. I was the seneschal. Wow. You were. I was. How did you blow it all up? I embraced the wrong person. I hope that you never need to acutely feel that particular pain. But uh, at this point, you're uh, on sort of like a... Uh, I'll give you all two options for where you wanted to speak privately. There's like um, like rafters and like... Nah, I want to go outside. I'm trying to hotwire a bike or right, something outside, in the meantime. You <laughs> make your way through this like... It's like a massive club in a warehouse. Uh, huge line uh, that like wraps around the building and like down the street. Oh, there's people trying to get in? That's so oh, funny. Yeah. There's like a huge park well that is completely filled up. This is an Whoa. extremely popular club. Just snicker as I pass all the people in line. <laughs> the parking lot, presumably, in search of a nice bike to steal. He says, How would you like an opportunity to strike a blow for the good of the sect. Well, that sounds very intriguing. Please, tell me more. He nods, uh, like, very, like, bobbleheads that are not. There is a coterie of anarchs in West Town that I believe has been infiltrated by the Sabbat. How do you know? It is a particular interest of mine to keep tabs on the movements of the Sabbat. So what does this mean if the Sabbat and the Anarchs are going against each other? Doesn't that just take care of two enemies? Oh, I, I don't believe they are attacking the Anarchs. I believe they have uh, infiltrated the Anarchs. At least a particular coterie 
that goes by the name Slaughterhouse Five. What would they want? Information? I suspect to spread their insane ideology and ultimately strike a blow against the Camarilla. So what do you want from us? I would like collaborators in going after this pack. That doesn't seem like a bad idea. I'll get out a a little parchment from my purse and write down my number. You can reach me here. Call if there's any sort of plan forming. But we'll do our investigation until then. Thank you. Uh, Amelie. Amelie. And when? When? As I said before, uh, Edward Newman. You can make your acquaintance since he stows away the number carefully in your jacket pocket. Alright. When he leaves, I'll take... Okay. Goodbye. Does he go back to the club? He goes back to the club. Okay. Okay. Quinn, I noticed Alexa was a hound of the prince. Right. So I figured the fastest way would be the information that would suit both of them. That's it? You just gave them information? Well, that's not that bad. But the thing is, they caught me in a lie. I don't even know if I was lying. But my sire, Roman, when they asked where he was from, I said Ventru, like me. But his acquaintance said that Roman is a bruja. He's not Ventru? He lied to you? I guess. Well, he had to get permission to progeny to make you a progeny? I don't know. It's all very confusing where I stand in this, but... I feel like I'm part of one string of a giant spider web. Yeah. God damn it, there's so many cars here. Who... Did anyone bring a, a motorcycle here? Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna just start looking around, trying to find one I can steal. Wait, back up. Why do you need a motorcycle? Last time didn't work out so well. <laughs> okay, I apologized many times. <laughs> uh-huh, okay. Um, I, I owe someone a demonstration in exchange for their information. So I just need it for the night. Okay. Dang. Okay. So what do we do? You gotta do that. If you wish to go back and mingle while I do this, feel free. I just wanted you to know what the prince knows. We both have hospitality. Right. And they don't know about Joey. Oh, Joey. We should... Bring him up to speed, right? He needs to know. Of course. He seemed horrified of meeting the prince, but we can tell him it wasn't 
so bad. Okay. Well, then I'll go fill him in. Wait, what time is it? By this point, it is about... 9.30. (laughs) About 10 o'clock. Oh. Oh. Okay, I have time. I'll go to Joey's uh, RV and fill him in. (laughs) Oh, wait, can I... You're able to find a motorcycle suitable to your tastes that you can steal. I no, I shouldn't drive you. I'll I'll deal with this. I don't want to bring that person to the trap house. <laughs> okay. Alright, good luck, Quinn. Good luck, Emily. Thank you. I need to tell Bijou? I don't know. Kinda left. I can I can let her know for you. Oh, that'd be great. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so sweet. Okay. Cool. As the two of you part ways, we fade to black. There is nothing. Then there is the drip of warm blood flowing down your parched lifeless throat. Taste is the first sense that returns to Joey as he leaves torpor. You return to consciousness immediately besieged by intense hunger. You have two options. One, making a roll equal to your humanity rating plus current willpower. I'm going to give you a new knight, so you do regain willpower equal to the highest of what those two stats. Mm-hmm. Or you can give in and ride the wave of a hunger frenzy. I am. I'm going to make that. Uh, I'm going to make that roll. Humanity check. Mm-hmm. It's humanity plus willpower, right? Yes. And then add my hunger dice to it, or no hunger dice. It is. Oh, pardon me. It is half. Your humanity. Half my humanity rounded down. So Plus current willpower. Plus, I regained two points of that, so that's five total rolls. Five onks. Five onks. Uh, it is uh, with an immense exertion of will that you refrain from frenzying and attacking whatever is feeding you mm-hmm. as warm blood is poured down to your gullet it takes you a moment and then you realize that this blood is coming in from a silver pitcher i i, I try to cut myself off i try to stop i try to you stop you choose to stop uh yeah. you have uh if you choose to stop you will be at three points of hunger i'll i'll stop i don't know what blood i'm drinking i'm you sort of push off the pitcher <clears throat> uh, you come fully to consciousness in a warm place that reeks of tantalizing blood. You find yourself in a parlor that would be cozy were it not for the odd wallpaper and furniture. Your mind is slow to take in your environment, uh, but the horror of realization dawns upon you at about the same time you're able to really fully 
take in uh, the man in front of you. <laughs> or perhaps it's better to say what was a man in front of you. There is a, a hairless person, uh, completely nude. Their torso is entirely caved in. You're not sure where their guts are because there's this just huge hole in their abdomen that they place that pitcher inside. Like a living like coffee machine, essentially. <laughs> and you'll see, additionally, that the walls, the floor, the furniture, including the a divan that you are laying on are all sculpted from living flesh. <laughs> you can tell that it's human flesh from the attached fingers that occasionally twitch and the faces flat, stretched with eyes that blink and mouths that scream wordlessly. Beyond this flesh-crafted abomination. The devil looms over you. Dressed in a medieval fur robe, eight feet tall, including the bone-white antlers and horns that thrust out of ashy gray flesh with a mouth of long fangs that just goes on and on up his face, up its face partially obscured by writhing tendrils of flesh in place of facial hair. Long, pointed ears that stretch up. Thank you. (laughs) The devil's eyes are eerie pinpricks of red on white sclera as it regards you with an unquestionably inhuman gaze. Be at ease, Kenite. I am not some Camarilla elder, eager to enact the slavery of the blood bond at any opportunity. You're Sabat. You are correct, Knight. I... I was looking for you, but I... I I'm sorry that you had to find me like this. How? How? How did you find me? How... We have been watching you, Kenai. Ever since you and your coterie trod upon the ground of my ancient foe. I see. So I take it you were the ones who enacted the the spray and prey on your ancient foe. A simple fate. Yeah. It's a really smart idea, you know. It drew their attention. Quick. And they think this is anarch business. Not Sabat. But... Why did you bring me back? could have left me there. That's it's a breach of the masquerade. It put us all in danger. To masquerade a feeble construct of the weak 
who seek to hide our great nature from the kind that we should be ruling over. Yeah. Yeah, that. I... Did Father Mendoza... Tendrils on his face sort of flex as he speaks. Father Mendoza tell you about me, did... He has sought the cowardice of the ivory tower when he formed a coterie with the one you know, Isabella, and another keeper that has stolen part of the Sword of King's shadow, Floyd. (laughs) Floyd. Yeah. I arranged for you to be brought succor and safety from those that would destroy you. <laughs> because you are young, K-Knight. You have been a pawn of the Elders and the Antidiluvians who manipulate even them through their jihad. And you deserve freedom. The freedom of the Sabbat. Yeah. I knew there was something about you ever since I heard about you. The way you handle things. Proper-like. How it should. But... I understand that there's something that I could do for you. With my current standings and... Many day, um, uh, composure plus persuasion check. Real quick. Composure plus... Are you gonna rouse the blood? No, fuck no. I'm not gonna rouse the blood. <laughs> I know, I'm... Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna use a point of willpower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> By all means. Okay, yeah, that's one success. One success. One success. What? You speak with conviction, but you cannot stop yourself from trembling in front of this truly inhuman monster. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just getting used to all this. It's a lot to take in. Be at ease, K-Knight. You have yet... You shed the shackles of humanity that your elders would force upon you. Yes. But I take it that's not long. These shackles. No. This bot can show you how to be free. Free from manipulations of the blood of the elders and the antediluvians and free from the weak mortal ideologies that prevent you from reaching your potential as a canite. Yeah. Yeah. Where do I start? Would you swear yourself to the sword of Cain and upholding its mission of freedom 
in its crusade against the tyranny of the elders and the Amphidiluvians. I swear. What is Joey's intention as he makes this face? <laughs> Are you alive? Yes and no. It's um aligned interests. And our interests, I agree that I want the Camarilla destroyed. I think Whether it's for the Sword of Cain or not. You're going to need to make a persuasion. Persuasion. Plus manipulation. Persuasion plus manipulation, three of which are blood. And as always, you can rouse the dark. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I um, think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to rouse my blood. Let's see if I'm roused. Ooh, that's bad. That's a skull. Mm -hmm. So I'm hungry. But I do get those extra two dice. Blood dice or black dice? Black dice? Two extra black dice. Okay. Okay, okay. One. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> two. Three. Four. How does it? Oh, one? That's not good. <laughs> I'm going to use my last point of willpower. Mm -hmm. Would you like to? Not yet. Mm -hmm. Not yet. Not yet. I need that. <laughs> Six onks and one red skull. Six onks. Six onks. These towering devil, this fiend, as those of the Zemisi clan are referred, and in this sense, no other word for it. <laughs> Zemisi. <laughs> inclines their horned head. And he says, very well. You will be given brotherhood, sisterhood, the camaraderie of the Sabbat to free you from the tyranny of the elders. I have prepared Voldery. Within from a table, he picks up a massive stone chalice that has been carved into it looks like almost like sort of like Mesopotamian like sort of iconography. Mm -hmm. Different demons, different perhaps vampires feasting upon mortals. As he holds out a chalice of blood to you. The Voldery is a ritual passed down from the first knights 
of the Anarch Revolt against the Elders to break the blood bond. How is this... How is this possible? I, I, I thought it could only wither away. I didn't... Such are the lies of the Camarilla to prevent you from being free. I reach out two hands to grab for the chalice. You grab the chalice. What should I... What should I call you from now on? I am Stanislaus, Bishop of Rockford. Stanislav, Bishop of Rockford. Stanislaus. Stanislaus. <laughs> Stanislaus, Bishop of Rockford. It's a pleasure to do business with you. I drink. You drink? I drink. I down the whole thing. Roll me ten dice. <laughs> All black? All black, yes. Oh, shit. Okay, that's scary. <laughs> yep, I could be dying. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, How many successes is this? Two. Can I add any crosses? Does that does that help? Is this? Can you willpower? No, I have no willpower. Uh, you just sort of, as you drink, um, they say, "Welcome, K Knight. You are now a false sabbat on your way to true sabbat station." If you can fulfill your initiation right. Mm. Your task by force or by guile is to destroy the coterie of Isabella of Wicker Park and drink her heart's blood. If you can, taking her strength for your own through Diablery. I understand my task. I just... To what of my coterie mates? They don't understand the Camarilla, and... Like lambs to the slaughter, they're being led to them. How do I, if I may impose, could I extend some sort of veil of protection over them? They do not understand what they do or who they fight for. If they aid you in this task, knowingly or unknowingly, they will be given... Mm, stay. Of execution. <sighs> Thank you so much, Bishop. But no, this the knights of 
the ivory towers regime are numbered and the ancient who dwells here will find their jihad unraveling before the might of the sword of king yes but I have one more favor to ask in order for me to complete this task as of the attention that is already drawn to me because of my clan I am going to need Father Mendoza's head in order to gain entry and respect of the Camarilla and as soon as I have that I will be able to enact this task his head is intrinsic to the task Mendoza Floyd, Isabella, each of a coterie that stands against the black hand. Yes. Each must fall, and if you can, you should claim the blood, the heart's blood of each, to ensure that their power and knowledge returns to the worthy. I will see to it that is complete. Good, canine. Now, return to your haven, and for all that is irrelevant to you in this moment, forget. It's going to be intelligence plus resolve. Holy shit. It's two, but if it was four, would that make a difference? Let me go. Oh, God. Why do you try to resist? What are you going to do? Uh, do you have any willpower? No, but I do <laughs> have at any cost, which hasn't been oh, activated yet this session. Did you spend... Oh, he didn't ask what to do? Well, he's the active kindred. So... So even if I do... You just forget the next several minutes. As you are... I know my task. I don't know how I fucking got out of here. You remember all that, but you don't remember where you are. That's important. As you come to consciousness... He doesn't remember Rockford? <laughs> uh, he remembers all that conversation, but he's going to forget the next several minutes. Okay. Mm. Um, Am I still horrifically damaged? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. You can heal That's one point of blood. Yeah, one point of no, no, I'm at four hunger. I don't need any <laughs> oh, more... You just drank. Come on. Oh, damn. I need to really need quickly need to look something up. And... <laughs> uh, you return to consciousness. Um, in a cemetery. Fucking creepy. There are graves, headstones, mausoleums, and leafless trees all around you. Am I waking up specifically like under a headstone? Yeah, so you're laying down under a headstone. Oh god, whose headstone is it? The headstone is Jorge Mendoza. Shit. Quinkadink. Perhaps I can finally make this proper burial. 
And with that, we will pause our chronicle for tonight. Vampire the Masquerade is the property of Paradox Interactive. This podcast uses audio from pixabay.com. LJ the Lasombra was played by Don McCormick. Amelie the Ventru was played by Dina Marie. Quinn the Malkavian was played by Alex Haltman. The storyteller of this chronicle was Adam Sabbath. Follow True Dice on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts for more stories to come. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at True Dice Podcast for fun updates and check out our Kofi to support the show and access exclusive content. Thanks for listening. <laughs>